I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I have, a, I have a book coming out next spring. And she's like, well, what is it about? Parenting? <laughs> is that what you told her? Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. We are one week out from Election Day. Which could, could, be, <laughs> could be good, could be bad. I have, I have not voted yet. I have. I'm going actually today. I'm going to go do early voting. You do vote by mail? This year is the first time I've ever done that. Cowboy is a very technologically savvy person and really, 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 he and every other engineer that I know really distrust electronic voting because it can be hacked so easily. Yes. And there are voting machines in Texas that are currently changing votes. (laughs) Are those the, I was just talking to my dad, are those the ones where when people are voting straight ticket Democrat, they're changing to Republican? Yeah. Okay. And I, they- I saw a thread yesterday from an official Texas voting Twitter account that said that basically what's happening is they're voting straight ticket and they're going immediately to the next screen and that first screen isn't fully processing. (laughs) So they're jumping ahead. That's... Yeah. The machine should stop them, shouldn't it, from jumping ahead before it processes the... What they're what they're trying to vote for, but apparently well, you mean that's like every other machine. Yeah. yeah. So it happened to a um, a very prominent feminist activist who was in Houston, and she voted straight ticket, and then she got to the judges part. You know, the judges are sort of a not affiliated with either party, and she went back through the ticket and noticed that her her vote for Beto O'Rourke had been changed to Ted Cruz. So she had to go back and manually redo the whole ballot. And she was like, red alert, red alert, red alert. Everybody in Texas, please take note. So let's say it wasn't processing. Fine. Like, let's just say that's right. But wouldn't you think then the default would be to not vote for anyone? Like it would just clear out the vote? You, you There's, I mean... So the it's, default it's is super, Republican because that's kind of fucked. I think what it was doing was basically reverting to alphabet, alphabetical order is what it was doing or who was ever first on the ticket. Ah, okay. I mean, it's a simple fix. But, you know, these voting machines are old. If you've done any sort of research, um, there's these, there's a cartoon going around. If you ask any programmer, like, you know, electronic voting, of course, and programmers are like, no, 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 no. It's the worst idea ever. Worst, 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 worst. Paper ballots are the only way to ensure that your vote is cast as it should be cast. And on top of that, all of these initiatives and ballot measures and propositions, you can do your research. Like there are websites in Utah that talk about each proposition and 
the pros and cons and how certain people are voting and what this would do. And like I sat down with my ballot for over an hour and a half and went through every proposition. And I studied the judges and the the school superintendents. And like I really did a lot of work (laughs) filling out that ballot, which I wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but not every state has a mail-in ballot. There's early voting, there's absentee voting, but then, of course, election day voting. Um, I just wanted to make sure that it got in and that I was voting the right way for every single thing. Well, I think, though, that alone is one of the biggest issues is that we're all living in the same country and voting. I mean, granted, there's different local elections, but voting in the same election and there's no consistency from None. state to state. There's not. And I think where I vote, I, it's weird. I think it's electronic, but it also like prints a copy. Yeah. But as we were talking, I think the only time that the printed copy is actually consulted is if there's some sort of issue or discrepancy. Yeah. So it's still electronic, but you have a mm-hmm. paper copy to look at, which I'm sure is just a false sense. I guess if someone really wanted to hack it, they could just... They could hack the digital file and the printed file would sit there. And unless someone said something, then it's just crazy. Yeah. I'm going to go. I mean, I'm still going to vote, even though it's not an ideal system. But are you going to vote on Election Day? No, no, no. I'm going to go probably today or tomorrow. And so it's Tuesday. So a week before the election. uh, And there is early voting, I don't know, within 20 minutes of my house or something. So I'll probably go there. Last time I did that for the presidential election when I voted for the person who should have won. And it was like the line was super short. It was really easy. I didn't feel like there was a lot of pressure because there was a huge line or anything. So it was nice. I liked it. Well, I've always felt really bad about when you get to the, I mean, do you get, when I get to the, the judges part, <laughs> Okay. like you have, like, should this justice stay in it, in their seat or should this justice be in the seat? Like there were like 12 justices up for reelection and I don't know anything about any of these people, but I know a shit ton of lawyers in town and that's who I consulted, you know? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And yeah, those people I don't know. Yeah. And I've always gotten to that part of the ballot and gone, I, I don't know anything about this. Like, and so this year, like I, I am, I did my civic duty this year. Like I did my research and I think a lot of people have. It, at least it's, it's encouraging to read about how many people have already voted and who are asking for absentee ballots and, and whatnot. So yeah, I'm I mean, not, however, like I am not crossing fingers. I'm not getting hopeful. I am just like, okay, I voted and my the pessimist in me, I'd like to say the realist in me, the realist is like, <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Because I remember how devastating 2016 was and and what it did to my ability to function. And it's like, okay, I still have to carry on with my life. (laughs) It's hard. I mean, I've already seen, and I've kind of backed off of Twitter a bit, but I've already seen a lot of people talking about, which which I really appreciate, and kind of saying, not not when this doesn't go the way that we hope, but if it doesn't, here's the plan that we need to start putting in place now rather than, you know, January. Like we need to we need to assume that it's not gonna go well and figure out what we need to do if it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Which is smart. Even if you look at like 
Beto Rourke. Like, if, let's say he doesn't win. I hope he does, but let's say he doesn't. The fact that he is even this close to winning in Texas yeah. is incredible. Like, that alone is a massive step forward. Yeah. I mean, clearly, he, he needs to win. That's the ideal. But I think just to try and find some positive in it, it's it's pretty incredible already. Yeah, the, the energy around this midterm election, I have not experienced it in my life. Um, I haven't witnessed it. I haven't experienced it. I haven't felt it. This is the first time a midterm election feels like just as important as the presidential. Um, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, so you texted me last night that you got some, an uh, email. I did. I did. It's it's that time of year where it's we that get to lovely time of the year. Yeah, you know, you've got the holidays and renewing your health care coverage, and it's it's gonna suck because it it it's just how it is. So you it go shouldn't. through healthcare.gov. I do. Okay. And you go through healthcare.gov, but indirectly, right? Indirectly, I my accountant put me in touch with an agent at a, a company called Select Health and they have a they have different levels of care and because I'm not going to qualify for any subsidies so going on to the exchange is sort of difficult for me I mean I don't I'm not going to be able to claim any sort of subsidy at all and so I, I go through an agent each year and oh my god I got the letter this morning <sighs> With the update or just saying that they're going with to be the update. Oh, with the yeah. Update. So I went, I went to my mailbox. And let me just prepare you. I don't want you to hate me. <laughs> oh, no. I went to the mailbox and I see the letter and I see how thick it is. It, it, it came in like a normal select health envelope. So which, which my bills come in or my statements come in. But it was thicker than normal. And I haven't okay. been to the doctor in a long time, and like it was addressed to me, and I was like, "Oh no, oh my God, there it is, there it oh, is." Yeah. So I go and I get my all my packages, all the people, all the books that people send me, and I put them in my car, and I sit in the front seat of my car, and I'm like, "Do I open this? I don't know. What am I gonna do?" Like. It's like one of those things where it's like, if I see the number, is it is the rest of my year gonna be ruined? I was just like, what, when do I open this? I don't know what to do. And then there was just the compulsive Heather part of me where it's like I just ripped it open. And I was just searching for the number, searching, searching, searching. And it's the same plan, which is a huge downgrade from last year, but that's fine. It increased by $5.80. That is amazing because last year it increased by like did double or something. It for almost you? It doubled. Was insane. Yeah. It almost doubled. So I am, I was, I literally looked over my right shoulder and I looked over my left shoulder and I wanted to check and see if the car was bugged. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this can't be right. And I kept reading it over and over again. Like, is this, is it, I was like, it says 2019, 2019, 2000. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like $5 and 80 cents is what it increased. Like, how can that be, how can that be right? I don't know. That's so, that's pretty great. And do you for this agent you said Select Health? 
Yeah. Is that something you pay for? Like, do you pay them a commission? How does that work? Because that sounds pretty great. um, I'm sure he gets a commission off of it for sure. But he's the one who sends me the letters. And you you can always sign into the Select Health website and they have different tiers. And I could could get a cheaper plan and have less coverage or I could get a more expensive plan and have more coverage. But what we have is working, you know, so. It's a relative term, really. Relative term. (sighs) Yeah. Like the, like well, like this last week, I think we talked about this. Dental coverage does not cover dental at all, and I dropped so much money. I could have bought a car on dental shit. Yeah, teeth are so expensive. Teeth are so expensive. Like getting her cavity filled was almost two hundred dollars. Yep, a tiny, 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 itty bitty cavity, and then. Uh, Lita needed an eye exam, and all of that is out of pocket. They do not cover eye health at all. Yep. It's different on my end only because Lexton is under Heather's insurance, and she has very good insurance. So he has good coverage, which is excellent. I just, you know, I realized I really have to get this figured out. So the whole heart thing that happened with me last year, yeah. I was supposed to go in for like a follow-up. Definitely didn't do that. Um, <laughs> it was I was not going to be covered. It was just insane. And I was already staring at these massive bills that just kept pouring in. And so I never went. But I realized that now I have to have my wisdom teeth taken out at some point. And there's a good chance if I don't go for that follow-up appointment and make sure there's nothing wrong, that they won't put me under because of concerns with the heart so it would just be more of local oh my god i can't i can't be even if i can't feel it i can't be awake for that there's no No. way there's there's absolutely i will pass out and then jolt back i I can't do it you could you'll be able to feel the pressure of them pulling the tooth out of your face i don't even like the sound of having my teeth scraped (laughs) like at a regular cleaning so there's just no i mean i literally will push my head back into the chair and grab the armrest like white knuckle to the point where they usually ask me a couple times per appointment if I'm okay. <laughs> if I'm in pain. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. All good. So I really need to get that figured out. I think I think my current coverage, because I changed it, I think I can go in and talk to them, but I don't know. I mean now it's been like ten months. I don't know how that works. I don't I don't know. You're definitely one gonna be put under if you're getting your wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to remember any of it. I don't want to be... Nope. Nope. So, And I, I really don't think it is a thing, but I know that if they look and see that, then they're going to err on the side of caution and, you know. So I do need to meet with a cardiologist at some point. Oh, God. Just yeah, the, just the, 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 the name cardiologist. Like, cha-ching, cha-ching, oh, yeah. cha-ching. Theoretically, theoretically, the plan that I have now is in network with the cardiologist I have to see. So it should only be like one cha-ching instead of 10. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't really know. I, I And theoretically, it will also just be like a consultation sort of appointment. So maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. Like So I guess worst case, it would be several hundred instead of several thousand. Right. But I don't know. Just another thing. I, I just wish, I, don't, I feel like it would be nice if this whole process was more like mid-year. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a really terrible time to put it 
right. right at the end of the year, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and this, because it's a big thing. And Halloween. Yeah, well, yes. For those of us who now dress up, Jesus, <laughs> that was that was weird seeing that pop up on Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Heather in a costume. I dressed up. I did. You did. You like, you went all out. I went all out, yeah. And that was fun only because I wasn't dressed up as like some weird, wacky clown thing. Like You mean a sexy clown? Or, sexy clown or, yeah. you know, like something with like a giant hat or a mask or something like that. It was just, it just, like I, I, I really enjoyed the outfit. It wasn't over the top. It was elegant, dressed up, went out and went to a party and people at the party were like freaking out because I looked quite evil. <laughs> I was going to say it was very sinister, yeah. And then we went to we went to a local bar afterwards and people were flipping out. We even ran into two handmaids and oh, really? got our, got our oh, pictures God. with them. Yeah, yeah. So was this a theme like was cowboy? He was the dressed to um, match? he was dressed to match. He was dressed as Captain Waterford. Okay. I was dressed as Serena Waterford from The Handmaid's Tale. And yes. there's a picture of me on my Instagram account. And it, I mean, I was dressed to the nines, the whole thing. There's there's a full-length cloak that goes from my head to the floor. That's the first time I've dressed up. I don't even remember the last time I dressed up. Yeah, you've never been a big Halloween fan. <laughs> so there was a... This is This is sort of related. There was a meme on Twitter last week that it said... Forget everything else. Forget everything else. The tagline of the movie that was number one at the box office on the day you were born is the theme of your life. Okay. <laughs> so I, and there's a website that you could go to and look it up. And on July 19th, 1975, the number one movie at the box office was Jaws. And oh the tagline is, <laughs> the tagline is, you'll never go near the water again. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is funny because I don't, I don't swim. Like, I don't go swimming on vacations with my children. I just sort of sit next to the pool or I sit next to the ocean. In the shade. I, I, in the shade because I, I, hate, I hate the whole process of sunscreen and protecting my skin. And I hate getting my hair wet. And it's just a thing. Like, my kids are always asking, what is going on? Why doesn't mom get in the water? I don't want to get in the water. Right. And I Don't we were ask. sitting we were sitting at breakfast on we made pancakes on Saturday morning and we started talking about this and Lita's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You wore a costume and now we find find out this about the Jaws thing, like what happens if you start shoveling snow like the world's gonna end? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You could maybe you'll find joy in it. I, Maybe I you'll like to shovel snow. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a little bit of a bad sign, I think. Halloween is a thing because there's Halloween carnivals at school, and Lita wants to go to some parties and some trick or treating, and she wants to dress up, and Marla, of course, wants to go trick or treating, and it's just it's a thing, uh, and it's a thing in Utah. I think we did, talked about this last year. Like Halloween is a thing in Utah. People go bonkers for Halloween here. Which is really strange to me. Yeah, the New York Times ran a story on it last weekend. Spotify did some analytics on Halloween music. And by far, the, all of the Halloween music 
is, is played in Utah. Most of the strings are from Utah. And they interviewed a DJ here that was like, yeah, like, he was already in costume last week. And he's like, yeah, it, it sort of takes us outside of what we identify as and lets us be something else for a day or a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. It just, I don't know, seems like a weird state to be so into Halloween. So in, in terms of figuring out a healthcare plan, you've got Halloween, you've got Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas, you've got all the planning for all of that. You got taxes, like it's just all this season is so fraught with the heaviness of what has to happen in life. Exactly. There's just so much already going on that I feel like it was it's kind of an arbitrary I mean, I get it. It's like a new year, a new whatever. But you could still do it at the mid year point. I mean you could mm-hmm. do it in March. Like it doesn't really matter. I don't know. And there's always stuff going on. It's not that there's really an ideal time, but I do genuinely feel like the last two months of the year are pretty chaotic. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And the election, although that's not necessarily and the an election, annual thing. But right? Yeah. I have to, this is semi, semi-related, semi I guess. You were talking about The Handmaid's Tale, so it works. I was out at a cafe, like, I don't know, Thursday or Friday or something, and working while eavesdropping because... That's what you do. And there were these two women beside me that were, one was, I don't know, probably 60. And then one was maybe, I don't know, a little older than me, like maybe in her forties or something. And they were both talking, but they were talking about a Halloween party and the younger woman had gone to a party and she is, I don't know what she does. She was just talking about how she's kind of a professional presence in the community. So whatever she does, I don't know. A professional presence. Like she, she's kind of a known, so I don't know if she's like a prominent real estate agent, like the kind of face that people know in this community. Okay. That's how she was portraying herself. I don't, I don't know. And she went to a Halloween party and I don't know what her costume was, but apparently she wore a low cut shirt. Okay. So I'm just listening to this as I type (laughs) and, uh, and it's a fairly benign story. And then she gets to the point where there was a guy there who I think she knew who was kind of filming the party, like taking a video on his phone or something. So I guess filming is totally dated. But he like stopped at her and zoomed in on her boobs because she had a low-cut shirt on. And everyone kind of laughed about it and went on. And then he posted it on Facebook. Oh, my God. So, but this, which exactly, that was kind of my response. But then the the direction of the conversation was just awful because it was basically these two women for 15 minutes making excuses for the guy and how well he was just, I mean, he was having fun. I get it. You know, I totally understand. And it was kind of like the entire time, both of them kind of talking themselves into thinking that it's okay. Mm-hmm. When the, when the woman was clearly for one, uncomfortable with it. And for another, really uncomfortable with the fact that it was posted online. Yeah. But they're both sitting there like, I it, I felt like if you had removed the context of the boobs, like they were talking about a deviant five-year-old. Like, yeah, he, but he was just, it was just funny and he didn't really mean anything. And I didn't say anything because that's kind of weird to eavesdrop into a conversation. <laughs> but I felt like jumping in and just being like, there's no way that that's normal or okay at all. Like, it doesn't matter 
the situation. Like you're clearly not okay with it. So it's kind of a dick move. Yeah. But do, do you see, do you see what we're conditioned to do? I, I know that's what was so, yeah. I, I think I've, I've known that and I've heard that, but to actually see that play out was kind of mind boggling. Yeah. Like listening to them talk themselves into why it's okay to be objectified. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because you know that the guy who recorded that was not sitting somewhere with another guy talking about how it was really probably not okay. Like <laughs> that doesn't happen. He's showing the video to his friend going, look at what happened on Friday night. <laughs> look exactly. what I got. Yeah. It's, I, don't, I mean, it was just, and I guess the reason I bring it up is because we're, you know, you mentioned the Handmaid's Tale and we're talk, thinking about the election. And it's like that mindset is still out there because women have been so conditioned to be second rate. And it's really... We're conditioned to make to make it so that we don't make men uncomfortable. Right, or that you're less important. Yes. Like that your feelings are less important. And I, I mention it because then I think like that's the kind of feeling that goes in for some, not for all, but for some into voting. Whether mm-hmm. it's, well, my husband is voting for this person and I, I should probably just vote for him. Or, well, this guy's really not that bad. I mean, that's what that's what guys do. And it sucks that that's still the, the attitude. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. But that's such a huge deficit in our culture. The fact that we've let that continue. And it was weird to sit there and just kind of witness it firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you hear, I mean, I've had those conversations. I've been part of those conversations. I've, I've made excuses myself. We talked about this. There was a, a thread on Twitter where someone talked about you know, everyday situations women find themselves in can, on the turn of a dime, turn into something extraordinarily dangerous where it isn't the same for men. And she described how she had listed her washing machine on one of those, like, next door. Or oh, those we didn't talk about this, but I saw that thread. You saw it, right? Yeah. Where she has to make a split-second decision where she's like, you know, I don't want people coming into my house unless my husband's home. And this guy shows up, and she has to make this decision do I let this guy in to see my washing machine? And she has to assess it within a split second. Right. And then, you know, the story unfolds where he clearly was there to either harm her in some way or at least just terrorize her. Or get something out of the interaction. Yeah, get something out of the interaction that was unseemly. And it's those split second decisions, you know, it's the walking to your car with your keys in between your fingers and making sure... uh, of your surroundings all the time. That's interesting that you you overheard that conversation. That you, that you. It's interesting that you had the urge to be like, "Hey guys, no, come on, stop." I mean, and there's part of me that like regrets because they were sitting right next to me and not whispering. Like it was a full volume conversation. So even if I wasn't trying to listen, I you can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have been like I was really invading in a personal moment, but it felt weird to intrude. But I also feel bad for not having said that as a guy, like, hey, I don't know the whole story, but it sounds like it's probably not okay what he did. And you don't have to think that it is. 
I'm sure it would not have gone down very well at all. So in reality, <laughs> it's probably for the best. But I still feel like I, sh- I don't know. You should have leaned over and been like, that guy's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I don't know. It was it was interesting because I think those are the things that I always like I read those threads on Twitter or I hear these stories, but to actually hear that interaction happening mm-hmm. was really eye-opening. And I just hope we can eventually get to a point where that's not the case, <laughs> where we don't have to treat men like five-year-olds because, good Lord. Yeah, it's, it's, I think the more that we talk about it and the more that we share about our own what we what women have collectively been through our over the the course of our lives and the more that men realize oh wait a minute this is not an, this is really not an isolated incident this is something that you deal with on a daily basis oh my god i had no idea and it's like yeah this is something that we deal with and we make excuses for constantly constantly and i i know that i also would have stayed quiet although i hate admitting it if I was sitting next to the guy who filmed the video showing his friend talking about how awesome the video was, I wouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself and it, it's not the right thing to, to do or not do, but I think that is where the biggest change needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I could have said something to these women and even if they blew it off, like even if they thought I was just being rude, they would have remembered it in some capacity. Right. But it's not them who needs to change and if i was sitting next to the guys and i said something they'd probably think i was a dick and move on and whatever but if enough men say those things to men it will start to stick it just Mm -hmm. will because it becomes the norm to think that's not the norm right but it's it's hard uh you know it's hard to insert yourself that way um it's important work it's hard work it's uncomfortable for a lot of us, especially those of us who don't like conflict. Yeah. Well, those of us who don't like conflict, especially with strangers. I mean, conflict <laughs> with people you know is one thing, but I don't know. I guess conflict with a stranger in a public place is relatively benign or can be. Or as a man, it can be. Probably not so much as a woman. What was funny is we were walking out of the, the bar on on Saturday night, and this these girls saw me. I guess they were, I, they were old enough to go in the bar, but I'm assuming that they were in their young 20s, their early 20s. And they were like freaking, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, look at you. Oh my God, we love you. And they looked at him and they're like, we hate you. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which I thought was, I and they could have been tipsy or whatever, but I thought that was pretty ballsy of them to do that. Like, to say that to him, like, he he hadn't said a word. He was just like, I, I turned around and they were like, can we get our picture with you? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And they turned to him, we don't, we hate you. <laughs> that is so great. And he just went with it, I'm sure. Yeah, he did. He just yeah. nodded. He nodded. <laughs> it's a, He's a detestable character. So, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's normal for them to hate hate mm-hmm. the person he was. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess on this topic, I mean, we did that episode several episodes ago about talking to our kids about consent and whatnot and asked people for recommendations on guests. And we got several uh, via email, via Twitter. I think we got some on Instagram. So even if we have not responded to you yet, please know that we saw those and we're, we're definitely looking at them. I just think that's worth mentioning because it is something Yes. Where the, the conversation needs to continue and continue and continue and continue. Even after things change, the conversations need to happen. Yes. And I wrote a post on my website last week apologizing to people if they haven't heard from me in months, like responding to email. Like your week last week and my week last week were, and this week is not much better. It's just one of those things where another thing happens and another thing happens and another thing happens and another thing happens. And then I'm at the eye doctor for four and a half hours and like, and then I have to travel and have to drive 45 minutes back to the dentist and we're there for two and a half hours. Like it's, it just is like one thing after another, after another, after another. And you get to the end of the day and you're like, what did I do? What did I do? Yep. I did. I will say I kind of reached this weird state of zen at the end of last week where really it was like there there was so much happening and i think what it was is that some wonderful human being uh hit my car in a parking lot oh and didn't leave a note and i think i noticed it like two days after the fact and it's not it's not terrible it's like a dent and a scratch it's not anything that disables the door or anything at all but I saw it and my immediate reaction, like I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, well that happened. And just got in the car because there was no note. There was no car beside me anymore. So it was kind of impossible. I knew where I was at the time, didn't have any cameras. So I just, just left. And like, then I called insurance and yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so then I go and see, well, it's, it's a small dent and it's like literally it's two inches. It's not big. It's just something I can notice. So I go to a body shop to get a quote, it's $800. Uh, yeah he told me he's like well, we can get you in next week I'm like yeah it's really not that bad i'll just i'm just gonna keep it like that but i genuinely even now i don't really care because i just don't have i just don't have the energy it's like the shrug emoji like eh. yeah I, I don't know and it's not even like i say well in the big picture it's just i just i don't even have time to get to that point mm-hmm and that it, it, I mean, it frustrates me. I don't like the fact that people do that, but that, I don't yeah. know. I have healthcare I, to pick out. I mean, we, we had that, we had that episode last week about, you know, being a happy parent and my, my God, I have assigned so many chores to my kids over the last week. Did you? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. Like I was just unapologetic about them. Like you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing this. And the thing is, is that after taking away Marlo's iPad, she is eager to help. And I'm just like, okay, well, go do this. Well, go do this. Go do this. She started raking fucking leaves. Like, let me rake your leaves. And I'm like, okay, here's the rake. 
Go Red Gleaves. Like she was enthusiastic about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, she was man. so She was stoked about that. But I think there was this look on my face. So when we, part of the reason that the eye doctor took so long, we go in and I've been, I've been at every eye exam for the last four and a half years. So I know how everything works. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm just going to reveal this really quickly. Someone, (laughs) someone, someone told Lita that I have bad eyesight, but I'm really sensitive about it, and I won't do anything to get ta- get it taken care of. What? And Lita told me this, and I was like, "What? <laughs> I think I think that person has me confused with someone else." And she's like, "Well, no, he said that you were like have terrible eyesight, but you're really, 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 really sensitive about it." And I I was just scratching my head about that. You couldn't survive with terrible eyesight? No. Like, even if you were really self-conscious, you couldn't, you really couldn't know. get by. Yeah. So, so they do, they have her sit down in a chair, and then she's looking at a mirror, and the the letters are on the opposite wall, and they're backwards. So when she's looking through these little things that they use to figure out her, her prescription, she's looking into a mirror to see the letters. Right, and they're like twice the distance away because they're on the back wall and there's the mirror yeah. and yeah. So, but I, what I did is, you know, I sat at the back end of the room and every time that he would say, okay, let's do your right eye, I would like cover my left eye and I would look at all the small letters and I could still see everything. Like I could see every single letter. And she- so you were getting like a two for one deal. That's what you were yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, she- he was he was messing with that machine and messing with it and messing with it and messing with it and she could not read a single letter on any of oh, the screens. Oh damn, really? Yeah. And I could feel like the panic just like seizing my body like oh my god, 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 like what is what what. So, he looks at me and he says, "You know, is this the prescription that you had from 2 years ago?" And I was like, yeah, I just, I took the prescription down to LensCrafters. And he said, so he's filled it with, it with with it again. She still can't say anything. So he's like, I'm going to go check. So he goes to check the prescription on the glasses. LensCrafters gave me the wrong fucking prescription two years ago. She's been wearing the wrong prescription? Yes. So she, this is not funny. I'm not meaning to laugh. No. She's had like extra shitty vision and just assumed that was as good as it's going to get because she yeah. already had glasses on. That is awful. I, oh my like God. I, I turned to the guy and I'm like, do I, do I sue lens crafters over this? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, it's, he's like, even it's actually a stronger prescription than we prescribed. Wow. Which so can he, be damaging to your yeah. eyes, can't it? Yeah. I feel terrible. And so he started over and so he started with new um, measurements and whatnot. And she was starting to read the letters and like, I could feel my temperature coming down and like I could feel my heart rate coming down and like she was able to see and like he was able to write a prescription for her that would work. And I took it. So this is the one of the best eye centers in the country and definitely the best in Utah. Like it's really hard to get into it, especially as a kid. You have to like get on a waiting list. So I took it down to the center there at the eye center to get them filled at the there. And they bring out one of the guys, and he must have seen the look on my face. 
And he was like, how can I help you? And I was like, I need to get a prescription. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, do you have insurance? And I showed him my insurance card. And he's like, yeah, we don't take that. I'm like, okay. And he says, you know what? I'm going to give you the discount. And like, I got like a screaming deal on her lenses. Screaming deal. insurance discount? Like if they had taken your insurance? Okay. Yeah. He must have seen the look on my face. And fast forward to later that day when I'm with the kids <laughs> at the dentist. And mind you, I have already, they, they, they convinced me to buy their in-house dental insurance last Monday, which would cover, oh, okay. it would cover all three of our cleanings that day, all the x-rays, and then it would cover the next cleaning as well. And and then she said, well, and since you have to come back for the cavity and the sealants, they put sealants on kids' teeth now. Yep. It'll cover all of that too. It'll cover, at least it'll cover the sealants. So you should get, you should definitely get the insurance. So I, I laid down some cash for that insurance. Oh yeah. And, but less cash than what it would have been. Right. Right. So I go to check out the kids are you know, they give the kids stuff at the dentist and they went on to go get their toys or whatever. And so I'm standing there and thankfully the kids didn't see me. And the woman brings me up and it is a very large, large amount of money that she quotes me. Even and with the insurance? With the insurance. And oh, yeah. I, she saw the, she saw me sort of, I got really, really, really lightheaded and dizzy. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I can't see so good. She's like, do you need some water? I'm like, yes, I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> and Lita could hear her saying this and Lita's wondering who she was talking to because she couldn't see me. And apparently I like lost all of the color in my face and the woman came over and steadied me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I looked over at my hygienist and I was like, Lisa, the insurance doesn't cover the sealants. And she's like, oh, oh. And she turned to the to the um, receptionist and she's like, I told her that it would cover the sealants. We're giving her the sealants for free. And the receptionist got mad. And they are like staring at each other with these evil eyes. And I'm just standing there trying to like remain upright. <laughs> so was it not supposed to cover the sealants and she made a it mistake? It was not or, uh, supposed uh, to cover the sealants. And the the receptionist looked at me and said, we have communications problems here. <laughs> oh my God. You're like, yeah, whatever. Just take that off the bill. I was like, I've had a day. I've had a day. There was a moment today when I thought my child would never be able to see you again, but everything's okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> oh God. Somebody hit my car. I'm alive. I'm right. alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My it's kid can fine. see. My kid can see. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's Okay. In the big picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that falls into our parenting mantra, but somewhere buried What deep. we want today is not what we want in the future. Yeah, what we want now is not what we want later, I think is what it was. Yeah. Which I do get. And I think your chores fall into that. Yeah. I mean, it would have been easier, theoretically, to do those things yourself. But no. I even was like, okay, Marlo... Here's what you need to do. There's a stool downstairs. Turn this knob this way and this knob this way. Hit the start button. Pour in the detergent. Throw in the clothes. Shut it. And I didn't even go check to see if she'd done it right. I was just like, go get it done. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, like I was saying, the worst thing that's going to happen is she didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably figure that out when you open the wash. So, you know. Yeah. It's just some, just some not clean clothes. There are worse things. But I did last week in the middle of all of just like, like you said, it's just another thing, right? Like your internet, your internet oh, yeah. going out, which by the way, I have an, an email to send you. Yes, um, wonderful. Because yeah, it's, so, still, it's still shit. Yeah. So in the middle of all that, I kept remembering the conversation we had last week and it was just like, okay, like you said, like what's the worst that's going to happen? Okay, she does the laundry wrong. Okay, my kid can see. That's actually, who cares that I spent four hours? My kid can see. This is, and I can afford the lenses. Like, I'm, I'm like, this is going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Right. It's going to be fine. Yep. In the big picture. <laughs> and that, but then there's those little wins too. Like your kid can see. I, I would say that's a big win. But there's the little wins because it's also buy new winter stuff. Season. Oh God. Exactly. And See, it's it's so hard because, and, and I don't know how it is. I mean, I only have a boy, but so when Lexton was little, you know, it would snow and he's outside for like hours, hours rolling around and building snow, whatever. <laughs> That's kind of changed. I mean, he will still go out and, and if he has friends who are going sledding, like he'll he'll do that stuff. But for the most part, not so much. So I don't need like the huge snow pants and the super durable Whatever, but he's also now in men's sizes, so everything is automatically more expensive. Mm-hmm. So I just sucked it up, got him a winter coat, and it came, and I I took it out of the package, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, holy shit, this will fit me. <laughs> and it it total. I have now reached the point where even if he grows out of it by next year, I'll just wear it. Yeah. So it's awesome. I was so excited. It's, it could be like a tiny bit bigger, but it totally fits and it fits him. And that to me, hell yes, because yeah. Oh God. Cause even, even cheap winter coats are not cheap winter no. coats. They're just not, <laughs> especially adult sizes. God. Costco. Yeah. I, I need so many people have like presented costco as a solution i need to get a membership i don't have one yeah the 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 winter coats at costco are durable and they've i've passed four of them down to marlo from lita like yeah for sure that's the other thing that's really not frustrating just the reality of it Mm -hmm. there are no boys who are anywhere like close to his age that i know so there's no one to pass them down to so we end up, I mean, we bring things to Goodwill or Salvation Army, but it's it would be like, do you want a winter coat that you can use in four years? Yeah. Nobody wants that. No one <laughs> wants to hang on to that. So we just end up getting rid of them. But I can but wear that's it a, now. That's a big win for you. I mean, it's not a little thing. It's a big win. Like you can wear the clothes that you buy for him. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. He was less excited about it, <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. I'll take it. Leo you can dent my car. My... I'm wearing the coat. Well, like when I got when I got that notice this morning about my insurance, I did scream in my car, a happy scream in my car by myself. Like <laughs> I got up this morning and I looked at my calendar and I was like, "Oh shit, 
like today is just like there's like there's no hope of getting anything done today because I'm gone all day long and like so I don't know if you if this the anticipatory overwhelmedness sort of when I wake up in the morning is like okay here it goes and everything's gonna be fine so when I got that letter and I opened it and I found the pride the premium like I screamed like a happy 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 scream and I was like it's okay like that's a win for today that's a win it's a huge win you have to that makes me want to go like go through the motions and see what it looks like yeah maybe maybe it won't be bad although I don't know I mean last year was not bad for me and terrible for you so maybe we're gonna flip yeah but fingers crossed I don't know I just want to go under for my wisdom teeth <laughs> I want like that all for I'm, you. <laughs> all I'm asking. I want that for you. Oh, I mean, man. I went, I went under ten times, not for the purpose of wisdom teeth, but it is fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you went, you, you like went under. under. I went under. Yeah. Under, yeah. So yeah. that's. I don't want to go that much under. <laughs> but I would like to go. I'd like to not remember it because every the way I've never been under in my life ever. But the way that everyone describes it is they kind of remember like going into the room and then they remember waking up. That is how I want to remember my wisdom teeth. Yes. I don't want to remember the smell or the sound or the pressure. I, right. No, they'll, they will have to strap me down if I'm not under because I will pass out and then I will jolt back. I, I, no, thank you. Cowboy's daughter had a, um, a friend come over to pick her up for the, they went to see some spooky thing. And the mom okay. came in with the daughter and to talk to Cowboy for a little bit. And she asked me what I did for a living. And I don't know this woman. They're just friends with his daughter. And I was like, uh, oh, I'm a writer. And she's like, oh, really? Like, And I said, yeah, I have, a, I have a book coming out next spring. And she's like, well, what is it about? Parenting? <laughs> is that what you told her? I just, I, I was like, it's parenting. She's like, really? What's the title? I was like, to be determined. <laughs> oh my god! I guess at a first meeting, you're like, oh yeah, you know, that was the point. You know, at first meeting, I don't want to go. Oh, guess what I did? Yeah. Right. Well, it's about the time I died ten <laughs> times in a row. Plus, then you know, there's. It's not like the sort of thing we go. Oh, that sounds interesting. That's like an hour long conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So and then let's get coffee, and then yeah. I was super non-specific <laughs> as I could be. Parenting. Like, then she's going to see the book come out and be like, what the fuck does this have to do with parenting? What kind of parent is she? Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. Fun navigating the world of telling people what my book is about. It's going to be great, though, when it's out. Yeah. It's We're getting good. there. It's getting there. You got to get through that healthcare and holidays and election. I literally just want to make it through Halloween and then and then I can take out the next day and then I can take the next day and then I'll take the next day. So. Yep. We're almost there. Yeah. And by the time, actually by the time this, this is out, Halloween will be over. We'll be into November. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, shit. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So I guess happy Halloween, everyone. I hope it was great. <laughs> Heather dressed up, which should make all of you say, holy shit. What's in the water? Climate change is real. <laughs> Something. Man. We would we want you to vote. Oh yeah. We're not gonna tell vote. you how to vote. Although you could probably suspect what we would tell you. Yeah. But definitely vote. 
definitely vote. Definitely vote. I made sure to have my children watch me a little bit while I was filling out my ballot. And I made very dramatic gestures as I circled in the, the little bubbles. Like, this is your civic duty, children. Yep. Yeah, Lexton asked me if I was, because he knows that I'm voting early. He asked if I was going to do it while he's taking his classes at the high school. And I'm like, no, you're going to come with. And I mm-hmm. get this big sigh. It's like, ah, oh, why? Said, because you need to do this when you're old enough to do this. And you need to see the process and, and realize that it is kind of inconvenient but also very important. Like, I'm not exactly excited to go vote, but I need to do it. You know what's more inconvenient? Is having (sighs) no anesthesia when you get your wisdom teeth taken out because your healthcare is so shitty. Exactly. That's inconvenient. Exactly. Yeah. And there's even more inconvenient things. More than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (sighs) You You can pile them on. So, yes, please go vote. I will be voting. Heather already voted. So join us. And, you know, weigh in if you feel like I should have been that creepy guy who was eavesdropping and wanted to speak up. Let me know. Or maybe you think I made the right decision. Or maybe you just think I'm creepy. <laughs> That's fine. Let us know. As like always. Like you said, when you're at Starbucks, you overhear certain things that happens. It yeah, happens. you can't not, you know. Yeah. So... But whatever the case, you can email us, as always, to stories at manicramblings.com or find us on any one of our social channels, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at manicramblings. And, of course, Patreon, still up and going. Yes. Which is patreon.com slash manicramblings. And thank you to our new patrons as well. means a lot. It keeps this show up and running. Yes. Thank you. And... Until next time, I hope and pray my thoughts and prayers are with you if you haven't checked your new premiums for 2019 yet. Hopes and prayers for you. Insurance is, insurance is good. Yeah. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.